Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So we got breaking news out of Saudi Arabia. They could be trying to create inflation potentially to cost Biden the election in 2024. So let's dive into this article and I'll give you my thoughts. And then at the end, we'll connect the dots, see what the probabilities are of prices increasing in the United States for the average American moving into 2024. How is this going to impact your pocketbook? That's the bottom line. So this from Bloomberg, OPEC oil data show 3 million barrel shortfall on Saudi supply squeeze. So for those of you guys who've been watching my videos, you know that we talked about OPEC doing another production. I think that actually Russia uh, joined them in extending these production cuts that they had in place. And my view, I'll let the cat out of the bag here a little bit. My view is they're doing this because they see what we see, what we talk about on this channel all the time with the future demand dropping off a cliff due to a recession. They're trying to get ahead of this, but I could be wrong. So let's go over this take from Grant Smith. And this is again from Bloomberg because he's arguing how Saudi Arabia could be trying to increase consumer prices in the United States to cost Joe Biden the election in 2024. That's his angle. So let's explore it further. Moving on down the article here, global oil markets face a supply shortfall of more than 3 million barrels a day, potentially the biggest deficit in more than a decade as Saudi Arabia extends its production cuts. The latest data published by OPEC show why the kingdom's supply squeeze amid a period of record demand. I don't know about record demand. Record demand. Uh, I mm, I think we need to do a fact check on that one. But anyway, let's just say <laughs> higher demand than expected recently has sent oil prices surging beyond $90 a barrel in London. Riyadh announced last week it will extend an extra 1 million barrel a day output reduction until the end of the year. So that's what we discussed on that video. So they said that they're doing this even though markets are tightening. So this is a bit of a head scratcher here. So why are they doing this? The market's already tight. Why are they trying to make it even more tight? And that's when my default goes back to, well, because they see demand dropping off a cliff. But let's stick with the view from Bloomberg here. World oil inventories have depleted sharply this quarter, are set for an even steeper drop, 3.3 million a day in the next three months. I mean, this is why I'm bullish long term for sure. So you can see this oil supply squeeze that they're referencing based on this chart, and they're saying that this is the lowest supply that we've had in 10 years. And here's where they start talking about a potential political issue for Joe Biden as he prepares for next year's re-election campaign, the national gasoline price nearing the sensitive $4 a gallon threshold. So the argument here is that they're doing this intentionally. This takes gas prices back up to five, who knows, $6 a gallon, and it's much harder for Joe Biden to win if gas prices are extremely high. I mean, that's one of those things that, that, that people have a visceral reaction to. It, it's not something that's off in the ether that they you know abstract. It's not some sort of macroeconomic theory. This is they drive down, they, get, they drive by the gas station every day on the way to work. They look at the sign and they can see the price go up and up and up and up and up. And they notice this every single time they put gas in their tank, that impacts voters significantly.
Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Now they're going over some of the specific data points. The OPEC 13 members have pumped an average of 27.4 million barrels a day so far this quarter, or roughly 1.8 million less than it believes consumers needed, according to this report. So while OPEC officials regularly say their objective is to keep world oil markets in balance, the latest projections suggest their intent on shrinking inventories rapidly. Crude stock prices in developed economies are already about 114 million barrels below their average for 2015-2019. So one thing I want to point out here is Saudi Arabia has got to be careful. If what this, if what Bloomberg is asserting is correct, that Saudi is trying to stick it to the United States, or they go on to talk about how Saudi Arabia has been doing all of this uh, spending by the government, and they're just trying to fund this spending. That, that's you got to look into the nuance there, because historically you can get oil price so high that it actually impacts demand. Right. I mean, and let's just think about it. I know demand is very inelastic when it comes to energy, specifically oil. But at a certain point, people are going to start using a lot less of it. So Saudi Arabia has to be cognizant of that. They don't want to shoot themselves in the foot. So they may be trying to increase the oil price, but they can't do it too much because then they know that decreases demand to a point where they're actually getting less revenue. And that's the balancing act here right? It's not, you, you can't just sit there and say that oil prices going to uh, $200 a barrel would create consumer price inflation over the long run. M maybe, maybe not, because it depends on how much M2 money supply, how much velocity is going up. There are a lot of factors there. You could take the price of oil up to 200 a barrel and it could decrease demand, but it, but it might even uh, create consumer price deflation, so how would it do that? Because you're having to take every single dollar you make and use it to buy gas. So therefore, you don't have any money to buy anything else. So the price of everything else crashes. You see, that's just a very quick example of how you could possibly see deflation, consumer price deflation, if oil were to go to such an extreme level. Even though it is true, oil is the input cost for, or one of the input costs for pretty much everything, at least energy is. So the report largely kept estimates for global demand and supply this year and next unchanged. While supply tightening engineered by Saudis reflects the sway of the kingdom still holds over the energy markets. As consumers shift to renewable energy to avert catastrophic climate change. All right. So 
this, this I, I, I don't want to be rude here, but in a way it's like, it's like that meme. Tell me you don't know what you're talking about without telling me you don't know what you're talking about. Whenever I see consumers shift toward renewable energy to avert catastrophic climate change, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. You, you immediately discredit yourself. So I'm not saying that climate change isn't a problem. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I'll let you be the judge. Uh, the one thing I do know almost definitively is the global elite don't care about climate change, although they say they do. But as far as consumer sh consumers shifting toward renewable energy, I mean, come on, man. Come on, Grant. Look at a chart of energy going back to the 1800s, my friend. Every single time that you layer over a new energy source, you don't use less of the prior energy source. You use more of it. And that, that's, look at biofuel, look at coal. We're using more coal today than we did in the mid-1900s. We're using more biofuel today than we did in the 1800s. So th this, is, this is a very uh, uneducated or maybe biased take from Bloomberg and from Grant here that, um, you know, I don't want to completely discredit what he is saying there because I think he's got some good points when he's talking about OPEC but it would lead me to believe that maybe he hasn't done his research uh, as well as he should have. And it also leads me to believe that I think my base case has not changed. I think the reason OPEC is doing this is not really to increase consumer price inflation or to increase gas prices, um, because I think they're playing, there's a balancing act there with the amount of demand. I think that they're doing it to front run uh, a demand cliff that they see coming because they watch the Rebel Capitalist channel. <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. And if you want to check out more recent news stories that are extremely important, Josh is going to put a playlist right here. Check out those stories, and we'll see you on the next video.